This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The momentum behind biofuels has shifted during the transition to the Biden administration, but growth is still there going in different directions. There are things that the administration has not done, such as announce biometric targets for the RFS in a timely manner. They may not be as large as the industry wants either, but the market is driving biofuel demand. Crude oil prices make ethanol prices look extremely favorable by comparison. My son loves his flex fuel vehicle, able to reap the savings from E85. The administration has also not approved RFS RIN waivers, as the previous administration did, which is a very good thing. The negative things done by this administration do not come close to the damage done by the previous administration's 1.5 billion gallons of RFS waivers. There are other things that they have moved slowly on, such as pandemic aid for the biofuel industry. They promise that it is still coming, but so is Christmas. The ethanol industry has excellent margins. Our local plant paid 20 cents over Chicago border trade, pushing the corn bid over $6 Tuesday. They can afford higher corn prices. The USDA estimate for the ethanol grind is too low. They still need the pandemic aid to shore up balance sheets and make investments in plants to make them more efficient. They should be selling a lot more CO2 for a profit if and when the new CO2 pipeline companies intending to get paid to sequester it get their ducks in a row. These carbon sequestration startups are multi-billion dollar projects with investors such as John Deere. Ethanol plants will also be squeezing more vegetable oil from corn. The price of corn oil has doubled from the historical average. The big investment in Biden's Build Back Better agenda is in the climate. While the total size of the program was rolled back by half, the $500 billion plus they intend to spend on the climate escaped the hatchet. They're extending the biodiesel tax credit, increasing the CAFE fuel efficiency standard that takes octane, and octane is ethanol, aiding new startup companies investing in carbon capture, pushing renewable aviation fuel, and adding E15 pumps. There's reportedly about a billion dollars in it for biofuel infrastructure and higher blends. The goal of the administration is to cut greenhouse gas emissions by half by 2030 and to get to zero net emissions by 2050. Sustainable fuels made from plant-based sources instead of petroleum have about a 70% smaller carbon footprint, so that is one place that the administration plans to go in a big way. Many soy processors are making deals, strategically aligning with petroleum companies, to provide them with soy oil for sustainable fuel production. Renewable diesel is not biodiesel. It is made from vegetable oil or animal fats in a process called cracking, that comes up with a fuel that is chemically identical to petroleum diesel, but without the carbon imprint of petroleum. Phillips 66 is one of many converting existing oil refineries to produce sustainable fuels. I think that when big oil companies are investing in sustainable fuels instead of fighting them, that the trend is now our friend. Ironically, some think that because the oil industry is on board with renewable diesel or CO2 capture, that it then must be somehow bad and oppose it. That's too extreme. The goal of the Biden administration is to reduce aviation-related emissions by 20% by 2030. 
USDA says that the biofuel production capacity is expected to grow by over 2 billion pounds to meet the demand by the end of this year and by as much as 5 billion gallons by 2024, according to the EIA estimate. Many are bearish the soybean market right now over export concerns from the South American competition. I do not think that we should get ahead of ourselves too negative, as our domestic demand growth from our crush will offset some export issues. There will essentially be no U.S. soy oil available for export. I think that soybean bears focused with tunnel vision and exports are making a mistake. We will need every acre of soybeans produced this next year to fill demand for sustainable diesel. There is no great quantity of unused quality acres in the United States anyone plans to convert to grain and soy production. Higher yields will be a function of production growth in the United States. Brazil continues to add acres to soybean production and corn through double cropping. Brazilian ethanol production will fall this year due to reduced sugarcane crop and high domestic corn prices. They will need to import more ethanol. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.